Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Welcome to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. The Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Bringing you the latest from the world of daily fantasy sports and gambling. So you can stop Googling how to join a squid game to cover all those parlays you thought were such a sure thing. Now, sit back and listen to one of the sharpest minds in the game. Here's your host, Dwayne Callender. All right, folks, it is Sunday Funday, so we got two different episodes. This one, I'm going to concentrate more on the Super Bowl betting-wise, and then I'll do a separate one for a showdown breakdown across the different websites because the three contests are different enough where you got to have to be a little bit more strategic. So I'll just do that in a separate episode, but I want to concentrate on the betting side and prop picks because for the Super Bowl, I think this one's a very straightforward game. To be honest, uh, you know, I know folks have been talking up the Bengals and Team of Destiny, this, that, and the other, but the reality of the situation is here, with this Bengals matchup against the Rams, this is just a bad matchup in general. And I say it's a bad matchup in general because what uh, the Bengals are trying to do, they want to get blitz, they want pressure, so they get more one-on-one coverage with their receivers. What the Rams do is they get pressure with their front linemen. So this game will look like the Raiders game, except the Rams are so much more talented than the Raiders, and the Raiders team still gave the Bengals fits. Uh, you know, the, uh, the way better secondary, better uh, uh, defensive line, and they're going to generate pressure. It, this is a tough matchup in general for the Bengals. So to me personally, I know folks want to bet the Bengals, but the reality of the situation is, and I talked about this before, the reality of the situation is this Rams line, honestly, should have been six and a half. It should have been six and a half. That's the realistic line. If we were being honest with ourselves here, can the Rams win by a touchdown? That's the honest line. This line opened at three. I hammered that line at three. I went at, I went after the line, you know, it's like, even if Cam Akers wasn't healthy, I was going to hammer that Rams line because even with Sony Michelle, uh, the Rams, sh- uh, unless, again, Stafford implodes, which is entirely possible. But all things being equal, this is a straightforward matchup for the Rams. The line open at three. It moved to three and a half. It moved uh, to four. It moved up to four and a half. Public keeps betting it, and so now you got to right around four. But realistically, this line should be six and a half. There really isn't that compelling of a reason to say that the Rams should not be comfortably ahead. So to me, this is one of those games where you can bet alternative lines. And so I'll talk about it uh, on DraftKings, some of the alternative lines you can get. You can get the six and a half line at DraftKings, 
for plus uh for plus money. You don't have to pay the VIG. You get that plus money. The uh the Rams money line was minus two hundred. Uh, getting the Rams minus uh four, uh, you're still paying the vig. At, so you're paying minus one twenty, of uh, on the vig at both uh, uh websites. DraftKings and FanDuel, you can get alternative lines. Uh, the best line I saw for the, the uh, minus six and a half was DraftKings at the plus one twenty. You can take that if you really think it's going to be a blowout and it goes double digits. I've already said this before. I think this these teams play a hundred times. Say it at times, the Rams win by double digits. This is not a good matchup for the Bengals. Point blank. Yes, they will play hard. I know the Bengals will play hard. It's the, it's their Super Bowl, this, that, and the other. Yes, it's entirely true. They can play their hearts out. It's a terrible matchup in general. So, you can take... Not um, Rams minus nine and a half. That's one eighty. Uh, uh, I've saw I've seen that DraftKings. I've I also saw that at uh, Caesars. So y- you could shop around for lines at w- whichever place you're betting at. You can be more flexible in terms of shopping for lines. You don't have to just stake yourself to one spot. You can navigate through different websites, whether it's DraftKings, FanDuel. Caesars, MGM, uh, PointsBet is active now in New York. You can shop to see who has better lines uh, in terms of the payout because, you know, that that couple extra bumps up, it, it makes a difference if you're wagering a uh, couple hundred bucks. And you're not paying the VIG when you're doing these alternative lines because the line was so low that if you put it where it should be at uh, minus six and a half, yeah, you're going to get plus money. It's to your benefit. It is to your benefit. So, you know, you should take advantage of it, in my opinion. If you really believe in the Bengals side, and yes, there there are possibilities of Stafford imploding. If you truly believe the Bengals side, I think the best way to go about it is to take the teaser, take the points, take your six-point teaser, uh, and bet the bagels up so that you get the bagels uh, either uh, plus 10 or plus 10 and a half and then you get the over uh, with that teaser so that you can you can get it somewhere out of 42 or better yet take uh, take uh, uh, the bagels alternative line at like 10 and 10 and a half and take uh an alternative line and do it as as a same game parlay with uh, DraftKings or FanDuel. This is where you should be taking advantage of these same game parlays with these other shops that you wouldn't get at traditional uh, sports books. Take advantage of the opportunities you have to mix and match certain game scripts. Because if you're trying to bet the Bengals, you have to get creative. I'm sorry. The, the way for the Bengals to win this game is not going to be with the traditional Joe Burrow just for, force-feeding the ball to Jamar Chase on deep passing route. It's just it's just not a productive way of going about it. The, Joe Burrow's going to have to try to dink and dunk and throw under pressure, like do it Tom Brady style, and try to dump it off passes. So to me, 
you could take J- Joe Mixon or Samaj P. Ryan and look at their reception props and go from there. I actually like the P. Ryan prop uh, because P. Ryan props are ridiculously low. Uh, he he had uh, uh, props that were uh, basically less than uh, 10 yards receiving uh, and only uh, one and a half uh, receptions. Like, that's crazy. Samaj P. Ryan and Mixon, uh, and P. Ryan's a third down back. Uh, so you mix is not even in full time. So you got a third down back who can catch passes out of the backfield, and he has a uh, prop of one and a half reception. Doesn't even make sense. Like you hammer that, you have to hammer that. And I'm on the Rams side, but realistically, if the Rams are up, the Bengals are going to be throwing the ball around. So I like taking uh, P. Ryan's uh, reception prop because it's way too low. I like taking Mixon's receiving yards prop because at 25 and a half, yeah, the Bengals are going to be trailing more often than not. So, yeah, they're going to be dumping the ball off to Mixon. It just lends itself to throwing with Joe uh, Joe Burrow to the running backs to get his team yardage to be competitive. So I like taking Joe Burrow's pass attempts over 36 and a half because – Realistically, they are not running the ball efficiently uh, against this uh, Rams front. It's just not ha- happening. And if you're down, why are you trying to run the ball? Like, you got to be trying to move the ball through the air if you're the Bengals. Because you're going to be trailing more than likely. Unless this is a Matt Stafford implosion game where he turns the ball over with a pick six or a fumble return for a touchdown. I'm not saying it's impossible, but there are very few scenarios where I see the Bengals leading at half. This is more of a Bengals try to come back in the second half and the Rams punt this game away. That's the way I see this having to work out. I don't like the Jamar Chase scenario of everyone focusing in on Chase because the receptions, uh, his uh, prop was over five and a half receptions. And truth be told, if you look at the Bengals games throughout the year, his receptions over six uh, six receptions, he kind of missed that for the, uh, for, he didn't hit that for uh, uh, seven games this year. That's a pretty high percentage for a number one uh, wideout. What I'm, what I'm saying is, I'm not saying that you can't play Jamar Chase. What I'm saying is him being force fed the ball, not as likely a scenario in this matchup, because realistically, they're going to have coverage over the top and it's easier to uh, win with Tyler Boyd or T Higgins. I I think they try to neutralize uh, Chase and don't go one on one. I don't see how they go one on one with Javar Chase and Ramsey. In fact, I think the Bengals would want uh, uh, the Rams to be overconfident enough to play Ramsey one-on-one against uh, Jamar Chase. I don't think Ramsey wants that smoke. It doesn't even make sense. And so I I just think that for the game script of what's likely to happen, don't go crazy trying to chase somebody's props. Because I know folks are going to try to target Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins. Yeah. It, uh, I mean, Boyd had a, a receiving prop of over 39 
and a half yards possible that he hits hits that. It's like I don't I don't want to put say that one's more of a lock because again I think this Rams defense is going to cause issues. So to me, in a this game isn't that close script. I can't necessarily say I like any of the uh, wideouts because I think this game comes down more towards just dump offs to the running backs and trying to keep this game moving rather than, you know, uh, uh, being an offensive shootout. Yes, I still think Joe Burrow's pass attempts make sense as, as a prop bet to make just because I think they're going to be behind and with the Rams running the ball, they're going to have to force the issue just keep chucking the ball. So I like him for pass over the pass attempts. And I definitely like him head to head over Stafford for most pass attempts. You, uh, you, I saw, uh, I saw this on a couple of books. You can get uh, burrow versus uh, Stafford at close to even money on who has more pass attempts. Hammer the burrow line, because I don't think Stafford's chucking that much. I really don't see why Stafford would be throwing that much. So if you can get the pass attempts uh, prop versus Stafford, take the Burrow side. But again, I'll be honest. I don't like going crazy betting uh, on the Super Bowl because, yeah, you can get random stuff happening. But, you know, you don't want to chase if you if you didn't have a great year betting and, you know, I don't see why you would have because, you know, my dad and I have been pretty good with uh, picks this year. There's no reason to go uh, that crazy trying to chase uh, betting on one game because, yeah, something random could happen. But this one seems to be more straightforward. So I'm not saying to chase the Team of Destiny narrative. Uh, Well, I'm telling you not to chase the Team of Destiny narrative. But I'm not saying bet the uh, bet the house on the Rams either, just because we've seen Matthew Stafford implode. I mean, if not for an Aaron Donald motivational speech to the defense that we will not lose to future Fox analyst Jimmy Garoppolo, we are not losing today. We're going to win this game. That's not exactly what Aaron Donald said, but that's what he meant. He's not losing to Jimmy Jimmy G, but. The Rams were struggling on offense, but here's here's the deal. And for those who want to talk up, it was like, well, you know, they were playing Jimmy G and, uh, you know, they almost lost. Here's the reality situation. Run defense-wise, San Fran, top three in the league across the board in every category. Here's... Things you need to know about the uh, the the Bengals' rush defense. They are 28th in the league in early run plays. Their rush defense. Do you want to guess what the Bengals ranked in the NFL on early down? That's so first down rush attempts in run defense. Their efficiency in stopping the run. Do you want to know where the Bengals ranked? 32nd. There were only 32 teams in the NFL. So the Bengals were dead friggin' last in stopping the run on early downs. You know who was number one? 
the 49ers, the team that the Rams do not match up well against, that they just beat. They were number one. What the Rams love to do most, the uh, the 49ers counteract and shut down. They still found a way to win that game. Who was the other obstacle they had to go through? Tampa Bay, ninth in the early rundown defense. Still top five rushing defense in the league this year with Vita Vea in and out of the lineup. When Vea is healthy, they're basically number one. But uh, uh, based on the stats of the year, uh, they were they were only top five this year. They they slipped a bit to instead of being in the top three, they were top five. But that that's that's the situation. They were handling Tampa, moving the ball, even with that. So this Rams defense, uh, this Rams offense. I mean, when they're being efficient as they were in the first half against Tampa, they could tread you. Anyway, the Bengals' secondary is just as bad as the Tampa secondary, and they have a worse rush defense. So, again, I'm not saying you can't bet on the Bengals. What I am saying is the odds are heavily against you, and the lines that you're getting to bet on the Bengals aren't rich enough. It's it's negative expected value because the percentages of the likelihood of success for the Bengals are not reflected in the number that you've been given because the odds makers work this. So it makes the Bengals seem like they have a better chance than they actually do. So the payout is not nearly as much as it should be on the money line. The spread is too, is, is too small for the uh, favoring the Rams. It should be higher. Like I said, with the six that. So this is one of those where, yeah, you don't like the number. Uh, you don't like the payout of the Rams. Yeah, I, like it, it's the favorite. Yeah, you, you 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 get more money if you get the underdog right. I'm just saying for underdog matchup, this is heavily not in their favor. It, even though I think the Chiefs are a better team than the Rams, I think the Chiefs are a better team than the Rams. The Chiefs are a far easier matchup for the Bengals and what they like to do than playing the Rams. That's just the reality of the situation. Styles make matchups. The Rams are a bad matchup for the Bengals. The Rams would have had a uh, way more issues with dealing with the way the Chiefs operate than how the Bengals would want to operate. Because with uh, Mahomes and his uh, wide receiving core, the issue uh, the ba- uh, the, the uh, Rams would have had was figuring out Kelsey because, again, it would be similar to the situation. They want to rush with the four, but then you get the linebackers going up against the tight end. Like, this is why they were, they also kind of struggle sometimes with, with the 49ers because the same way Kittle operates, Kelsey can do those exact same things. And you're playing a better quarterback. And you would have a pass rush. That is basically a, I would say the the uh, Chiefs pass rush is slightly better than the Rams, uh, uh, slightly better than the Bengals pass rush. And the secondary is comparable, to be honest. So to me, the Chiefs would have been a worse matchup for the Rams. Not by much, but it's a slightly worse matchup. But. 
far and away, the Rams being the matchup for the Bengals is far worse for the Bengals than if the Chiefs had matchup. It's like it's not a great matchup for the Chiefs, but it's a horrible matchup for what the Bengals are trying to do with their offense. It's just not a great matchup. So to me, you can bet the Rams sack prop. It's three and a half. Uh, it's just, you can bet the over, uh, for the game for both sides, uh, over five and a half, because I still think the Rams offensive line is susceptible, uh, susceptible enough. Uh, Also, that's the other thing. The chiefs, uh, uh, the chiefs definitely would have been a, this, uh, if the chiefs had been in this game, this sack line is probably closer to six and a half to seven. Um, Inter- or more in terms of sacks. I I, I honestly believe that. Um, they just don't respect the Bengals' pass rush uh, as much as some of these other playoff teams. And right, fairly so. It's just, it's just the way it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I just, you know, when you look at this as a whole, it's harder to find ways of justifying the Bengals' Outside of taking them on props or throwing it into a teaser. Because I think there there is a very real scenario where the Bengals don't hit 21 points. You can bet the under on the Bengals team total and the game total can still exceed 48. Because I still think even if the Bengals aren't scoring, I think this Rams team can just run it down since he's throats if they're, if they're up and they could just pound it and that Cincy defense will break. If if they're on the field long enough, I I just look at this. This is a case where you can certainly bet on a chance of a non QB winning the MVP. Whether it's Aaron Donald if he gets a couple of sacks, or Cam Akers has a big day running the ball on the ground, or if it ends up being Sonny Michelle having a good start and they ride the hot hand and Sonny Michelle gets in the end zone a couple of times, I could see a non QB winning. Uh, MVP. It's not that hard. So that's all I got uh, for a betting perspective, but I I thought it was important enough uh, to just break that in a separate video just so you guys understand. Also, just a PSA, do not bet the coin flip. Seriously. If you're paying the VIG, and the VIG means you're not getting even money. If you're paying VIG on betting the coin flip, Stop! Just, just, just buy your wife, uh, wife or hus- uh, husband flowers or something for Valentine's Day. Like, do something else with your money. Do not pay the vig on the coin flip. Come on, it's just, it's no. It's like that is the worst bet you can do. So that is my PSA. I do it every year, but betting outright on the coin flip—that's just a terrible. Terrible, terrible uh, prop bet. All right, I'm getting out of here, but uh, uh, good luck, uh, everyone. Enjoy the game, and until next time. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy Throwdown Podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and all other major outlets.